Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey. What's up, Brian? Nothing much, Ken. How you been? I have been fantabulous. How about yourself? Good, good. You just came off a little vacation situation. Yes, and let me just say, I have taken a couple of vacations in my time, oh, okay. but this one was really good. You know, it's like you take that one trip when you realize that maybe I just need to step my trip game up, Oh, you know, in life, like when you go. I, th- I feel like I take a lot of like let me relax kind of vacations yeah versus like let me explore and do stuff vacations okay and okay. so this one was very much so a let me explore the land type of thing and I conquered like a lot of fears well I'm not gonna say fears but I can't swim okay don't judge me <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> you gonna tell this story yeah I mean oh, okay, I would tell a piece of it now. Oh, I don't know because you know I'm out of line now <laughs> So, I can't swim, but on this trip, they convinced me. Um, oh, you're talking about, oh. <laughs> I was convinced, you know, several times to get in water. And it's not only that I can't swim, but, like, large bodies of water is beautiful. They're beautiful, you know? They are beautiful. But they're also very scary, too. Just, I feel like just, a, for me, like, that sense of, like, not having control. And so... But I'm very proud of myself because I did get into the water um, on two occasions. One occasion, first of all, which was out of line. Okay, I almost died. But <laughs> fake died. <laughs> um, but on a couple of occasions where I just was like, okay, let me go for it. And I'm glad I did. Well, the first occasion, I could have not done that. Uh, <laughs> but the second one, I got to um, explore a cave. And so that was really nice. You know, I was going to sit that one out because they were like, yeah, the water can go from nine feet to 45 feet. Er, excuse me, 45 feet. Um, so you went snorkeling? Did you? Well, I didn't go snorkeling, but I could have snorkeled. Um, okay. No, I didn't snorkel, girl. That was, mm-mm. I was like, just too much because I can't. So <laughs> I climbed down a little. First of all, we ziplined into a cave. Which oh. was like awesome. So we zip line through trees first, and then they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna do the first zip line, and then you're gonna have another zip line into a cave into water." And I was like, "Like I'm gonna like fall into the line. like I'm gonna go underneath. <laughs> like I need some details about this situation." And they're like, "No, like your butt's gonna stop you, and then somebody's gonna be there. You're still gonna be attached to the line." But I didn't realize like how much I just don't like being in water. And feeling like out of control because even with the K, even with the zipline thing, it was very like controlled and safe. Mm-hmm. And like I had to like pull myself back through the water like with this uh, cord cable. that was connected. Yeah. And I was still like, oh, just give me to the other side. Like <laughs> I just wanted to get out, girl. Like I just can't. Like you know, it's stuff in the water. 
Like, at any point, I could have tripped on something. I can't see. I ain't trying to look. I'm just trying to get out. Oh, my gosh. And so then we went to another cave, um, which you had to kind of, like, swim underneath, like, part of it to get to, like, this really beautiful part. And, you know, where you could snorkel and stuff. And they were talking me into doing it. And I was like... First, I was like, no, I'm going to sit this one out. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Girl, they they put all the life vests on me, child, because I needed several. <laughs> I stepped down into the ladder, into the water. I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm not going to go. You guys just stay. But one of the amazing men uh, who was a part of the you know company, he was just like, I'll... Like, you just hold on to, like, the little, the donut, you know, floaty, and I'll pull you, girl. He was really swimming with one hand, girl, but we made it, girl. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Sebastian in Mexico. He yeah. probably will never hear this, but. <laughs> you don't know and, You know, I feel like they do that for a living. It's like, you know, they want to make sure people have great experiences, but I was just so appreciative, first of all, that he was really over there swimming with one hand, girl, just so I could. Risking his life because, you know, non-swimmers, girl, take you out. Girl, you right. And I was trying, girl. I was kicking my legs. I was like, let me move this hand or something. I said, but Sebastian, what you bet not do is let me go. Oh, my God. You had on flippers, girl? Nope. You didn't put the flippers? No, that was too much on me. I just couldn't, like, not that I was going to be able to, like, step on land or anything or, like, get out the water, but no. But it was was safe and it was really nice and I'm glad that I, you know, kind of conquered that. And just trusted it and went for it because I would have missed, like, just seeing that experience. Right. And it was also one of those experiences where nobody had their phones um, just because nobody had, like, the waterproof cases. So yeah. it was really, like, this is something, like, we just got to see. Like, we yeah. only experienced. And it was so, it was just amazing. So what the trip really taught me was, like, I need to learn how to swim. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that I still want to swim in caves and stuff because I feel like, to me, that's still scary, like, it's, it, you won't see if you're swimming you'll never see the caves or whatever you're afraid of like you're gonna be hid underwater looking at all the sea urchins and the the starfish and all the pretty little other fish that are underwater you i'm so glad you did it like i'm sad you didn't snorkel because it's so uh-uh. life is so beautiful underwater girl like, i'm sure okay i am sure well in the cave like it was very uh clear yeah so you, so you could see. like see through it but yeah. i was still like if you jumped off the back of a boat, like you, Girl, I could just imagine okay, how wait. deep the water was and the yeah. stuff that was in there. Like, so wait a minute. Okay, so let's talk about this. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't trying to jump off a back back of a boat. Or you slipped off. Oh, Girl, when I went off, it just kind of I went down and I went. <laughs> wait, how many life vests you? <laughs> Girl, you had on like all these life vests. No, I just played. had on oh, one, okay. but I think like I just wasn't ready. And but I, I guess I thought that I would go in the water a little more gracefully than I did because the person before me like went down like a supermodel and didn't go under the water girl I was like "Uh uh-uh get me out of here I don't went under this water and came back up get me out and I just I can't like mm -mm. and they kept trying to talk me into it like the captain on the boat so these are two different situations so the cave and the zipline stuff was safe it was fine but it was a day before and the captain on the boat was all like yeah, like, we're going to stop in the middle of the ocean and y'all can go swimming and do all this stuff. I was like, sir, I, I don't really care what you do as long as I can stand up when we get there. Because if you had a couple of, like, drop-offs or whatever, and he was like, yeah, yeah, you can stand. I was like, are you sure? Because I want to let you know, I got a black mama. And, 
you know, he's a Hispanic guy. I was like, I got a black mama, and she going to be, like, real mad if I die. Right. Like, for real mad. So, just, you know, like, don't lie to me. Because when they, <laughs> well, you know, the boats can only go so close. Yeah. So, just as, as long as I can stand, like, we good. If I go under this water, I'm probably going to have a panic attack. And I don't even have panic attacks, girl. So, anyway, <laughs> but I'm very glad that I just was, like, open to the experience and tried things. But it was still... Water makes me nervous. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to get you out of that nervousness because <laughs> my next birthday going to be turnt. We're going oh. to so much water fun. Oh, my gosh. Give me, like, 12 life vests. No, you're going to learn to swim before we go. Right, but I have decided, too. I'm bringing my own floating devices with me. You got to learn. Uh-uh. My floating devices. They, what if they malfunction? Uh-uh, uh-uh. You got to go then put it on a plane and let somebody put a hole on uh-uh. uh-uh. They're not going to be blown up. Don't worry. I'm going to pack them where they... <laughs> They're going to be straight because at no time do I need to be in a situation where people talking about some, oh, we want you to get in this pool. I need to be able to put all the floaties on. I'm going to be all, 30. Cast. Right? I mean, <laughs> listeners, I'm going to take so many pictures of this girl. I'm going to be 33 years old with, like, the, the floaties that the kids have on, like, oh two God. on my arm. And where, if, Girl, you got to be safe out here in these streets, you, okay? You're not invited. I am. Don't judge me. I'm coming. And <laughs> another thing that I like really enjoyed about the trip was that it was eleven of us. Um, mm-hmm. and like most people, like kind of knew each other through somebody, but like it was like no issues. That's like real dope. And they say that women me. can't function together in groups. Yes, yes, you can. Like everybody was just very like supportive of each other. You know, like supportive of personalities. Yeah. Not really judging, kind of let people just do their own things. It was just like easy breezy, and I'm like, somebody should have been here to record this because you know they like to say when women get together they can't get along, right? Do right, but yeah, so it was good. So everything was good on the trip. I mean, except for like the end of the trip, girl, when I found myself like high speed running through like uh, a New York airport. Okay, like how they run on TV, run. Girl, it was a connections problem. Yeah, always. I was, I was like, why am I really running though? Like, <laughs> that was a bit much. But anyway, yes, girl. So that was my traveling adventure. So it was really good. I just like got my shake back. Okay. The other day, it took me a week to shake back and get, just get my mind right and my sleep right in. But I'm here now, back to the yeah. regular schedule program. And while you were on a turn up, I was <laughs> finally on a turn down. Yeah. It was it amazing. Yeah. Hey. An awesome time being at home. Yes. Being, a, being able to go to Bible study and just connect with my family and yeah. see my friends. And I feel rushed. And I feel rushed and being able to work out and just, like, do stuff. Like, I went and spent some time with my grandparents today. Like, it was, like, yeah. awesome and just amazing just to be at home. Like, I didn't realize how much I'm on the go. And, like, everybody's asking, when you leaving, when you leaving, when you leaving, I need to see you. I'm like... I'm here. Right. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm here, and it feels so good not to, because probably today, if I was traveling, I would have been gone, and I would have missed the opportunity to connect. Right. I'm just happy to be here. Like, I'm just happy to be not rushed, not traveling, not flying somewhere, not listening to my mama fuss about <laughs> not getting enough rest or eating right. wrong or something like that. So I'm just... It just felt good to be home. I didn't realize how much I missed it here. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got that. I feel like both sides are needed. Yeah. I mean, you need that, whether it's a 
whatever you have to do for work or you're traveling and vacationing or you're resting and relaxing, like all of those things are like much needed parts of life. Yeah. Definitely. Cause this probably made you appreciate home so much more because you have been gone like so much. What? Oh my gosh! I just never knew how much I love my bed and my couch. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like my couch might have like my butt print. <laughs> that's okay, girl, because it's yours. All right, okay? right. Yeah, I don't know. I just think vacations are needed, relaxation is needed, work is needed. Like it's all needed, but all in balance. Balanced, you know? Yeah. yeah absolutely. So you ready to get in this topic today, girl? Girl, well, before we get into the topic, I just want to say this, okay, about another topic. Okay. I have decided that I'm going to do my duty as a lover of the Lord. Okay. And actually pray for this president. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. You know what? I I was wrong. Uh, Say it again. I'm I'm going to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Before we get into the topic, okay. I just want to address the fact that I have decided that I am going to willfully pray for this president. That's a good that's a good observation to have, King. I'm proud of you. You know what? Thank you. The Lord has really been and I'm and I'm doing it not because I want to, because I really don't. I feel like there's so many other things I could pray for. Right. Like my list could go on and on. <laughs> But I just really feel like I just need to pray like that God just changes this man's heart. You know, I, I mean, really getting him out of office would be ideal. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like, he's really psycho. But God is a God of miracles. He is. <laughs> and he's not bigger than God. Right. But I think that he thinks. He may be. You know, he got all the power in his hand. But I'm just going to pray for him because he is just... He's disgusting, and I just want to come from a place of love versus hate, like a genuine place of love. So I'm just going to pray for him and his words, and I and I just really pray that it backfires and that everything that he says is meant to bring harm brings good. Right, and that people, I guess that I'm going to pray that people aren't, like, blinded by the the division that he's trying to cause and really focus on the problems that are at hand, right? Right, right. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Right, because I do think that's a big distraction. It's like, I think the enemy is somewhere, like, having a party because you got people mad about protests, so they protest in the protests and throwing you know just all kind of mean words out and nobody's on the same page and it's just very chaotic right like nobody's agreeing or coming on one accord or just coming from a place of understanding everybody just wants to hate 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 and tell people what they want them to do and so i just think this is just such a big distraction in the bigger plan of just like not necessarily a distraction from like what 45 is trying to do but just a distraction like for the enemy it's just like if i can just get y'all back to a place where you just hate each other then i can build on that right and so devil you are a liar and you won't win and you will not win okay so yeah i'm about to go in for old donnie yeah y'all help us go in for old donnie you know yeah 45 pray for him get his life 
<laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> we both like, all right, that's enough. Right, that's enough, uh-huh. okay? Uh-huh. So, this week we, uh, so I think I texted you like a week or so ago <laughs> whenever, yeah. you know, an incident happened. And I was like, girl, we just have to talk about this. So, if you all are into pop culture or, you know, just live in the world, I mean, right. I can't really say that because some people probably really don't know. Um, last week, was it? Kevin Hart came out with a public apology about uh, cheating on his wife. Infidelity. Yeah. And so I texted Brandy and I was like, girl, we just have to talk about this because that is just the elephant in the room of life. It is. Like, somebody is always doing the most and doing everything. And so, I was like, girl, we just have to talk about infidelity because I'm not understanding. Like, you know, I've never been a person to live that lifestyle. So, I really can't, like, speak from, like, how it happens, why it happens. But it's just such a, like, sneaky place to be in. Right. (laughs) I just, I don't understand it. And so... Basically, for those of you that don't know, like, I want to say a couple of months ago or a month or two ago, uh, there was a photo circulating with Kevin Hart and and another female, like, they were in a car. And so, it was trying to come out, like, then that, oh, like, is he doing something sneaky? And, you know, people kind of debated about it, but everybody kind of was like, oh, no, it's probably nothing. We forgot about it. It was old news, okay? It was fake news, whatever. (laughs) Well, then, last week, you know, Kevin Hart takes to his social media and gives us an apology. And I didn't know anything about this, but one of the girls that was on a trip was listening to it. And I was like, well, what is he talking about? And, you know, so then she, like, pulled it up and we listened. And basically, he was just saying that he had cheated on his wife. Um, And so, I was like, okay, well, I was kind of shocked. But I think what bothered me the most was the apology itself. So he said because he has a target on his back, he should know better and he should do better. Um, and basically he shouldn't like put himself in certain spaces to do things, you know, that are inappropriate. And he apologized to his wife and kids. And so my issue was, so you're not apologizing because you took a vow? Like, to be committed to somebody like we're apologizing because you have money and people will go after that so that's kind of how I read that and I was just like where is the accountability there is none what <laughs> like seriously because yeah he this, he a two-time <laughs> court just cheater like I mean this not his first go around so who who nobody's holding him accountable for that not even yeah. His current wife because of the situation or the events that occurred or took place. I don't know. I'm not in their lives. I don't know if he cheated with this new wife with when he was with his ex-wife, whatever. It don't matter. But she was very much aware of what he did mm-hmm. with his first wife. And she still decided to go and get married to him. And, yeah, like, you, I mean... <laughs> And so I know this could be their lifestyle. You know, right. some people like who are married, I, I just want to speak from a married perspective. I mean, we're not married, but I guess like holding the marriage, like the most sacred of all the relationships. Um, 
there are people who invite people into their bedroom yeah. who are into like a lot of things. So like we make an assumption that, oh, he's supposed to be faithful and not be with anybody else. But who knows? Like this could be like some side agreement that they have. Like this is what we do. I mean, hopefully that's not the case because I feel like things like that just open up the door for so much more. Right. Like I, I think that we have the tendency to believe that we're in we're in control of everything it's like oh well i can do this because i'm in control until it gets out of control (laughs) and then you find yourself in a situation where it's like okay well maybe i really didn't control this okay like maybe i just was like delusional all right and i got a target on my back end right and so (laughs) you really should be mindful of the things that you do let into your life as a married couple into your bedroom because the enemy will slip in any way he can, right. you know, and marriage is supposed to be sacred. And so I don't know how people define the sacred out here, but people, it's just too much. And so not to come from a place of like judging Kevin Hart from his mistakes, but I think that, you know, we have to point out that this isn't his first time doing it. And so my question is, at what point do we get to stop saying like, this is a mistake? Right, because it's not. You're very aware of what you're doing. I don't, like, go back to the conversation we had earlier. I don't, I'm not in everybody's mind. You, everybody knows what they're doing when they're doing it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care what state of mind you're in. You know, at some point, this isn't your spouse or your significant other. Mm -hmm. Like, it starts at some point and you know this is not the person that you're supposed to be with or doing it with at some point like there is a what did you say the example it's, it's a time before the time yeah <laughs> like so yeah. in that time before that time you knew that okay i'm probably about to engage or take part in something i'm not supposed to do it and at that point it's not a mistake yeah it's not a mistake yeah <laughs> so i guess the, the real question is, when do we start holding our significant others or... Accountable. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody can... People can make mistakes, and you can make mistakes a thousand times. Or you can not even make mistakes. You can keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I think from a God perspective, there's always grace. There's always mercy. Um, but God will keep putting you through... Right. Not will eat or allow you to go through the same test until you get it. Right. Like you don't you we're not gonna win. Like you have to get it and you have to bow down right. to what he's wanting you to do in your life. So kinda even stepping away from this particular example, just like, you know, for us, like we have been in like bad relationships or continue to make poor decisions like with people that we were with. And you Absolutely. continue to do that. You keep doing it, you keep doing it, and we could be like, oh, it was a mistake. No, girl, no. Like, it's not a mistake to keep choosing wrong (laughs) when you have all these signs initially that this is wrong. And so at some point, God is like, you're going to choose me over choosing them. Like, I am going to break you down. And I think that everybody just needs that moment where it's like, okay, God, it's just me and you. I'm really, I'm zoned in. I'm tuned into what you're saying. My focus is really on you. Right. Because then I think when you have those moments, that's when you change. Like, your mindset has to change. But I don't want that chastising from God, though. That's like, because he will break you down, uh-huh. girl. Okay, I'm like, living to your, witness. 
<laughs> he will break you down to your soul. Like he will take it all. Like right, right. Literally, don't ever want to whip him from God because okay, you're not getting it. I'm gonna show you. If you're not gonna, you're not right. gonna do it. When I tell you to do it, I'm a, It's gonna happen, and it's gonna. It's not gonna be pretty. Right. Like I never want that kind of like reality check from Jesus ever again. Right. It's, okay. It's like really, no. a wake up. He shall sure wake you all the way up. And then be like, be still. Right, Because right. <laughs> I'm going to get you through this. That rock bottom, like, we're Yeah, serious. and so I think for a person like Kevin Hart, and this is just really based off of the information that we have as a public, is that, well, you, you know, this was your behavior in your first marriage. Amongst many other things, there's so many factors that play into it, but this was your behavior then. This is your behavior now. Like, you really need to step back and just learn for yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, another person coming into your life is not going to make you change unless you want to change. Absolutely not. And so, whether or not they are real <laughs> or they are whatever they are to Honestly, you, if you're, <laughs> if you're not ready to really make that change and you really haven't been honest with God about what you need to do, like, you're not going to change. And so I think as a fan, you know, I'm not like a diehard Kevin Hart fan, but he's a person that I respect for what he does. Yeah. And wanted to see him win. You know, I still want to see him win. I just think for me, like the biggest issue is the deception behind it. Because I, the image that I think that we see as fans is that, you know, he's pretty much a man of good character. Like, you know, I just, I just guess I, I wouldn't, I just think that I wouldn't have guessed that this time around, that would be his kryptonite, Yeah. you know, like, I just think, you know, you get to a point where you just really have too much to lose. <laughs> you, you would think. Yeah. At that point, I just, I, I just want people not to be married because I hold marriage in my mind is a sacred and holy bond between two people and if you aren't going to you know honor the vows that you stand before God and your family and friends to honor right. and just obey for the rest of the days like I just prefer you not to even you know make those promises right like yeah. so cause it makes you it makes me as a single person like kind of side eye the, the situation and be like mm, do I really want to be married cause what if he cheat on me? What if he do this on me? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the what ifs? And it's just like, you can't even look. I think we talked about this earlier as well. You can't even look to the church for a... Good example. Uh, yeah, like yeah. a good example because people in the church. And not to say that people won't make mistakes and we are human. Because I, I fail every day, y'all. Like, <laughs> every day I fail. But when you're when you have a calling and people that are in public or do have platforms like mm-hmm. you do hold them to a higher standard and yeah. you want you like we want to see Kevin Hart do well and root for him like I'm pretty sure thousands of others just like dang man he fell for that again like right. he fell for the ugly dope oh. it's kind of like what um and just a disclaimer this is really not about Kevin Hart you know it's just he just happens to be the one who's the talk of the town right now but so many people experience infidelity um in marriages and even in relationships where people aren't married and i think for that it's just the fact that you said out of your mouth there's a commitment 
to this relationship and then you broke that so i think that's what it's about but it just reminds me of what beyonce said and obviously like the bible said it before beyonce but you know it's just like if you hurt me you hurt yourself like you play me you play yourself and so definitely the bible tells us like when you get married you know two become one yeah like you are each other (laughs) and so if you're why would you sin against your own flesh why would you do something to hurt yourself and i i just think that we have to people who are married are getting married you have to go into it with the mindset of first of all taking it seriously and holding it to such a sacred standard and i think that's what we've lost like just the the side of yeah yeah like dog don't make your wife or woman don't make your husband look bad like they not the ones that's all like i gotta show my face right <laughs> like, because you done went out here and did something crazy now i gotta show face and public face at that like right. and live for the rest of the life so not only do i have to get through this with you and i in public i mean in private i have to also deal with this publicly too like oh my god the level of embarrassment it's just like if you love a person i just think that like you know people really need to take a a look at what you know the true definition of love is and people uh, oh i love you i love you they throw around that term but i don't think people really know what that means because if you love me you wouldn't be out here doing the crazy stuff that you're doing you know and so i think that's just a disappointment in the whole situation and Nobody is perfect. I'm sure they have issues just like anybody else. But where is the respect for marriage in general? Unfortunately, you know, I I know a guy that works wonders and, and provides blessings. So I haven't gotten turned off by the idea of marriage because I just feel like God can do anything. And just because, you know, this is decisions other people are making doesn't mean that marriage still isn't sacred i just think that society has allowed like the institution of marriage just to be like oh like that's just something else you do yeah yeah you gotta have a hashtag (laughs) for your big day to have a party to like yeah it's, it's definitely not what it used to be and we can even go back to biblical times we don't have to talk about kevin hart we can talk about sarah and abraham and hagar yeah like that was even though in there in that story you know sarah did give him permission to yeah i mean he cheated with permission but right still, but like... still there was a cheat and i'm pretty sure like i said i mean i'm about to be real real right now it wasn't no one here to quit but the like... biggest thing with that is with the connection <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest connection with that thing is they weren't following god's instructions Correct, and so there's instructions with marriage or having babies or you know, well, in their case, they wanted a child, but right. at, at the end of the day, like God gives us instructions. Right. And so when you don't listen to what God tells you to do, like these guidelines are set in place for a reason right. and they have been proven time and time and time and time after time that they are effective. Right. But for some reason we want to pretend like they're not. So, you know, when Sarah get all like well i guess i just can't get his man what he won't i mean i guess you can go lay with the help and then he lay with the help and she was jealous she thought she was in control right and then when she when the stuff got out of control when this baby come into the world now she's like oh wait a minute 
Right. Send her off. I can't look at her face anymore. But you, <laughs> you this is a this, like, this is a decision that you made, okay? Right. And a lot of times we make decisions, and then we just like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oh no, I'm mad. Like what? Or oh no, I'm embarrassed. Or oh no, I want to undo it. Well, some stuff can't be undone. Right. Right. So you think long and hard. Before you start to do stuff. Now, thankfully, God is a good God, and God can use anything right. to his benefit, and the story ends, you know, beautifully. Yeah. But he, God had already said that Abraham was the father of many nations. Like, he had already said this man was going to be a father. Like, we just, just get so impatient, though. impatient, child. <laughs> or David and Bathsheba, girl. Girl. This lady had a whole husband. Girl, then I call it is Bathsheba. I'm sorry, I said yeah. Bathsheba. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm glad you here to correct me though. Yeah, you know, so I'm just here to help. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd be like, it's that that one scripture. Anyway, um, <laughs> David and Bathsheba. She, she had a whole husband. Yeah. And David, in his selfish desire, gonna send a man off on the front lines. Oh man! No, he was gonna die. Right, just knew death was coming, <laughs> just so he can get what he want. But we—that's selfish. That's our selfish. Somebody had to lose a son, right? Because of what you want, and so although your heart's desire were fulfilled at the moment, there was sacrifice. Yeah. There was consequence to your decisions, yeah. and I just think we walk around like there ain't sacrifice and there's not consequence to your decisions, right? Like, one moment can change everything. And I think when you're in a position where you're married and you have a family, you know, you think, oh, if I cheat on my spouse, whether it's male or female, because women cheat as well. They do. If I cheat on my spouse, it only affects my spouse if they find out. But then you have young children who are looking at you. And so you have a son growing up thinking, well, do I even respect women? Right. Or you have a daughter it's just like who meets that one little boy who doesn't treat her right but accepts it because, because she's seen mama right. or stepmama or whoever take this time and time again. And or then, if a child is brought in out of wedlock, like if a outside baby is made, like all kind of stuff. Yeah, and you know that out Girl. the outside baby thing is just another level, especially when the children don't get to know Especially when children are a secret. Yeah. Like when people can't even grow up knowing who they are because everything about them is wrapped in this secret. Like, yeah. It's just so many things that can come out of lying and and being sneaky that it's just like, why, like, are we just so, like, we're not smart enough just to do it right, you know, do it the right way? You just never know. Um, At the end of the day, is it worth it? I mean, but I think the way society is set up, yeah, it's not not worth it because people forget. Like for instance, just giving Kevin Hart an, as an example, um, I think you know he's back to his reg- regularly scheduled program. Right. Like in the grand scheme of his life, in the immediate view, nothing has really changed. Sure. But I think when you think on an eternal level, no, of course it's not worth it. Right. But it's this instant gratification of the world, I think, that keeps us from remembering, like, there's another level of accountability. Yeah. So I didn't lose endorsements. 
This time. I didn't lose family members. This time. But where am I going when I leave this earth? Right. If I don't change. And what if my sons and daughters feel like this is okay behavior? What yeah. am I what, what am I doing for my legacy? Yeah. Legacy yeah. is a big thing. And you know, uh, I was talking to someone this weekend and they were just like making a point that, you know, like, you know, rich people, I mean, Kevin Hart isn't like, you know, he ain't like a 1% rich person, but you know, he had, he has a little bit of money. And so sometimes like rich people think they don't need God, you know what I mean? Cause like I have everything, yeah. like what can God do for, do for me? And I think that's just a really scary position to be in. Like if you don't humble yourself to something. Right. You don't fall for everything. And so for a man or a woman who does have everything, like, why is your focus not setting up your legacy? Right. Building building a life for your family, setting up, you know, generational money, wealth, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that not your focus? You're, a lot of these celebrities, I mean, and they're not the wealthiest people on earth, but you're in a position to, to start that for your families. Right. But instead, you out here getting so wasted out of your mind that you don't even know that that was going on that you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to be recorded yeah and possibly extorted <laughs> but that situation just happened here like i mean you can even use everyday people that's not mm-hmm. basically living paycheck to paycheck at the right. at the hbcu here in louisiana that definitely happened and it's oh, unfortunate yeah. that you're not mindful this person was definitely married and had political like stance in the community like definitely held positions in high places and was well known it is well known and he still decided to make a dumb decision to be recorded and right. you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it allegedly allegedly <laughs> you're right allegedly and that that was just shame brought on his family, his family yeah. and it's unfortunate because it, it probably wasn't even worth it at the end of the day. Right. No, well, it's not. And then let's just talk about the strength of a woman. And we talked about this a little bit. It's just like, you know, back in the day, you know, before we had cell phones and fast cars and <laughs> internet, you know, right. men would leave and go for days just to travel to other states. You know, just right. supposed to be working. And a lot of times they were working. But a lot of times they would have families in other places and the women would just stay, you know, it's just such this like meek and mild approach that a lot of women have taken. Like, like the man gets a pass, like, like a woman doesn't have those those desires as well. Like if you're, I feel like a lot of times with women is really just not being in a fulfilled relationship. Like women can step out too, but a lot of people make a choice every day to wake up and do what they're supposed to do for their relationship. Right. I think I I read in a survey that was taken that in uh women are most likely to cheat because of emotion mm-hmm. and men physically cheat like yeah. they want to cheat for physical reasons. And not to say that all women like that or all men are like that because some people are different, mm-hmm. but that was a, a survey that I read and also it gave the top three reasons why people cheat. It said number one was not enough sex. Mm-hmm. Number two, people were like hitting on them, so it was like attention. Mm-hmm. They 
sought the attention and um three was the person was there for them during a traumatic experience or just they're constantly when when the opposite person like yeah the opposite sex wasn't at home so so okay like, like even breaking that down though like so you think about sex like sex was created by god correct. god never said sex was bad god said fornication is bad right god said adultery okay. is bad yeah but God never said sex was bad, and, you know, it, the Bible definitely does say, like, you know, to, well, it says the wives do not deny your husbands. Right. But now these days, husbands don't deny your wives because everybody doesn't have the same sex drive. Correct. And so I think that when people are going into this covenant, you know, they have to understand that sex is a big part of it. It is. Like, that's something that, just like you got to eat every day, I'm not saying you got to have sex every day. Just wait a minute. But I mean, if you want to, <laughs> you do you. Okay. Guess High five. Right. You're supposed to do that. Be fruitful and multiply, right? Right. Uh, so <laughs> we just talking about married people. Okay, don't try to be out here doing all this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me tell you, husband. But wink, see, but wink. you put that yeah. on the front. Like, I think, like, how I feel about, like, I'm definitely putting it on the front line. Like, you ain't going down every day. But you know. Oh, okay. However, but that's a part of making a decision because I think sometimes we can be so, like, um, just, like, amused by somebody. Just like, oh, they're so great. They treat me right. They take me on trips. But if you like to have sex and they don't like to have sex, that's going to be a problem. And that, I feel like that's a deal breaker. Like, that's a conversation you need to have. I just think that, like, because sex is so beautiful and that's something that should be a part of your marriage, obviously, because how do you multiply if you're not having sex? Like, that's something that needs to be discussed, like, up front. And if if somebody's like, oh, I don't want to have sex ever and you want to have sex all the time, well, you have to cut that off. And because I think men are a lot more just, like, physical than women, I mean, with some of these men, you really got to step your game up. I mean, that's just, that's just what you're going to do if you want to stay married, I'm just saying. Okay, that's what I had heard, because, you know. But, anyway. But I, yeah. We talk about sex being talked about early on, not on the first night. Yeah, don't, I mean, you don't have to talk about sex, like, in the beginning of a relationship, because you shouldn't be having it. But I'm saying, like, once it gets to the point of marriage, you need to be on the same page, well, and not even just, like, the how much sex you having, but just, like, what you into. Because right. some people into some strange things for some change time. Girl. And all I'm saying is, I think, too, that's a big part of why people step out. Like, yeah. oh, well, all me and my mm-hmm. partner do is missionary. But I want to do, you know, doggy style or something. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But, like, it's, like, simple stuff like that sometimes why people cheat, yeah. step out and cheat. And I feel like, too, you could be in there... Circus being circus, uh, what is it called? Yeah, you could be in there in a circle, right? (laughs) You could be in there like doing tricks and everything, and people still could be like, you know. So there's no like, (laughs) I don't know what type of podcast is this today, but (laughs) there's no perfect formula to anything. But I think that what we have to do as individuals in a marriage is do our part. Yeah, and as long as you keep God in the center of that. I, I believe he will bless that. But that comes from both people waking up every day and doing their part. Right. And so then the next one was what? People hitting on on them. Attention. Attention. Girl. See, when you got your validation from Jesus, right. okay, and God, you don't, like, attention from man means nothing, nothing. Right. to you. Woman. And who Travis Green isn't it one of Travis Green songs that he talks about? He says that, like. Yeah. Daddy song, maybe. It, yeah, daddy's yeah. home. Yeah, oh, 
Oh, so I, I love the album now. Like, that's yeah. all I listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, mean, I, I see. I'm telling you, <laughs> I told you it was good, girl. Sorry, um, T. Rap. <laughs> <laughs> right. Side note: Brandy tried to low key say that she didn't know if she was feeling Travis Green's yeah. new album. I was like, girl, first of all, I was in there really breaking it down to her, <laughs> but now I think she's you know come to it on her own. But yeah, yeah just basically like God has to validate you. If you never have validation from God, right. you'll always be seeking something from man. And always. so I can be like, you know the finest woman out here in the world looking bad you know big booty judy like whoever i want to be and you know always seeking attention from men or not even seeking attention but like just smiling hard every time somebody gives me a compliment you know if i don't already have that validation from god because i feel like that's how things start sometimes things are very subtle like you know you might not be out here trying to like you know, cheat or go off the radar. But if somebody every day is boosting up your ego because your ego has never just been set to peace by God, then it's just like, oh, like, well, they think I'm this, they think I'm that. When God has told you who you are, you just be like, all right, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. You keep it moving because you already know because God already told you who you were. And then your focus can go back to, well, let me send my husband this picture real quick. Right. Because I don't got time, you know, <laughs> to be getting up in this in this foolishness. So. You use that example. They got this group now, girl. I don't even know. My friend sent this, invited me to this group yesterday. The Beard Game. Uh, beard Game group. Mm-hmm. And it's like bearded men. What? Oh, my gosh. They, they beautiful. They are beautiful, but... And you ought to, it's millions and millions of likes and comments on these bearded men's picture, mm-hmm. white, black, everybody. It's just anybody with a beard post, post pictures in this group. And like everybody's commenting on these people. And I was just like, I'm looking at this yesterday and I was just like, so, okay, what's the hype? They, they look nice, but you don't know these people. Like mm-hmm. these people could be married. These people might be looking. These men are posting the pictures in here for people to give them validation, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was just like, one. I was looking at this one picture that had 1.3 million likes, and I was just like, if this person is not grounded hmm. in something, like, you know, we social media. That's all it is. I mean, you do it for the likes. You do yeah. it for the. <laughs> like, I mean, unless you're like a paid model, okay. <laughs> you still do. Like, you want somebody to validate your model skills, your walking down a catwalk, whatever it's called, runway, whatever. You want somebody to say, oh, you was the baddest model. And I I really think it just depends, though, because I think I'm to the point where I post, like, on my personal social media because this is what I want to post. Like, I I look at my, like, Instagram as, like, my social media outlet of choice. Mm -hmm. And so I just look at my page as a whole and just, like, what do I want people to see when they look at it? Yeah. Like, you know, it, I mean, my stuff is private anyway. So, first of all, I got to yeah. invite you to see it. Right. And then if you see it, like, what do I want this to say about me? So, whether one person likes it or 50 people like it, I'm still going to post what I right. want to post. And it doesn't matter to me. And I think you have to get to that point, too. Correct. In which I feel like if, you know, these people are out here modeling beards because, you know. That's the thing. Beards are a new thing. Beards are, like, better than natural hair at this point. Um, <laughs> Wait. You know, I just... <laughs> That's all fine and dandy as long as your ego is in check. But for a lot of people, it's not. So right. let's say there is a married man or a man that's engaged that's a part of this group. You you hearing all these comments like, 
you really got to do a self check and be like, what is this doing to my spirit? Yes, right. Like, like is this making me want to step outside of right, what I got my family? On? But you right. have to be so, like, you can't have this surface level groundedness in God. Like, right. you got to be, like, sold deep. Out. Like, you got to be sold <laughs> out because it's so easy. Even being sold out, it's so easy to, like, slip. Get sucked back in. Right. Like, slip off that slide, child. And you find yourself in another. Never mind. So the point is, yeah. you, you know, so <laughs> I definitely can see how that can happen. But I think that's where it first comes from validation from God. Mm-hmm. Now, and that is kind of different than people who, you know, from speaking to married people who have spouses who don't, um, I don't want to say validate them, but don't compliment them at all. Now, that that's an issue. That is an issue. Because I think your spouse is a representation of, like, God's love. It is a representation of how God would be. So, as your spouse, if don't nobody else in this whole entire world ever tell you something, you better know that every single day when you open your eyes, I'm going to validate you. I'm going to speak right. life into you. I'm going to tell you how attractive you are. I'm going to tell you how. You know what? I see you, boo, with them muscles pu- uh, pushing out that shirt. Okay. You over here looking good, you know. Like. I better forget my name because you don't call, you call me beautiful. Every, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I might. You. It's going to be so much, babe, boo, ooh, ah. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, I do think, you know, you have to, like, be that part of each other. Because that's what God does for us. Right. And so when you're in a marriage, that's what you need to do for each other. Just because, like, we need that right. to, like, keep going and feel good about ourselves. You know, you don't want to be on a fish and broccoli diet and drop two dress sizes and nobody <laughs> notice. All right. Because guess what? Somebody going to notice. Okay. And they sure ain't going to be in your house. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. So I think there's responsibility <laughs> on each side. But I think it first comes with being grounded enough within yourself. Where you can then, even if your spouse doesn't acknowledge you, you can go to them and be like, say, you Boy, see me drop these two dress sizes? You know what I'm saying? You know I was looking good in that skirt the other day. Right. Like, right. Get your life together. <laughs> okay. I saying that. Anyway, the last <laughs> thing was uh, a person was there for them. Yeah, and that goes back to kind of like the same thing at the end of the day you know because I feel like I'm walking through this season now I do have people in my life that like when if I am going through something which I don't really be going through nothing for real but if I do I do have people that I can call (laughs) you know and who will comfort me yeah but I think that's so important like think about having like a really long day at work and just not being able to come home and talk to somebody about it right because as soon as you walk in the door your husband or your wife is like, uh-uh, better get these kids, where the bill, money, I don't care what you got to say because you lazy anyway, like. Girl, I think I turn around and walk back out the door. <laughs> like, right? Oh, you know, what? your home is supposed to be peaceful and not even home. Just I love when uh, Sarah Jakes, because she talks a lot about her mom. Mm-hmm. Her mom is like uh, super intentional about setting the atmosphere of the home. Yeah. But you can tell like she's picked that up too. So not even like your physical home, but like home is where the heart is, like just a home you have with each other. And so while I see how these things could drive people into the arms of a stranger. You just can't let it happen. Right. I also know that when you know God and God has validated all those areas in your life, like you don't have to step out and do something against your covenant. Like I think if it gets bad enough, you know, I wouldn't wish divorce on anybody. Um, you know, that's 
you know, it could get to that point versus like you stepping out of your family and causing greater confusion. Or maybe but I, seek counseling. Like yeah, something. I mean, there are ways to get help for whatever you're going through, but communication is key. Yeah. You know, it starts with each other. Or even even recognizing, like, I have a problem. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, really, really attracted to people when I leave out this house. And I'm really, really struggling to keep my, you know, pee in my pants, you know. <laughs> Give your spouse or keep my, you know legs closed you know give your spouse the opportunity to cover you to pray for you to you know put people around you guys that can speak life into your marriage because i all things can be changed yeah like everything everything but it's just really on us to to open up and let that happen oh girl you know you said something real good just now keeping people around you that's gonna pour into you because that's like you know you don't want no yes men and women all day every day like you need somebody that's gonna chin check you that's gonna be like "Uh -uh." (laughs) that's out of line what you doing he ain't wet for that first (laughs) of all Uh -uh. like which just what you're doing like this not you this out of character you know this xyz remember that time when you were sitting on that couch crying right curb i had to come get right I want to be right. You've been crying for seven years, talking about you want a husband. You finally get a husband, and now you over here creeping with the mailman. No boo boo, no boo boo. Remember when? Right. Let me remind you. Right. I need those type of people, and also the type of people that's gonna be like, "Are you going through what? Let me get the prayer circle together. Yeah. Pray, pray out through this. Like, what you need? Like, yeah. Jesus on the main line. I got him. Let's call it. (laughs) Not the type of people who's like. Oh, I'm so mad at my husband right now because he's not giving me compliments. I don't feel beautiful, so now I'm about to fall into the arms of a stranger. And your friend is like, girl, let me set up your uh plenty of fish account. Right. Okay. Right. Put you on such and such at the office or something. No, you know. Right. Like mm-hmm. you don't need people around you who condone your behavior. And I think sometimes with celebrities, because we can guess, like we can make assumptions that Kevin Hart always has people around him. Yeah. Now, one of them people was like, say, bro, this ain't a good look for you. Yeah. Like, you just walked down the aisle, spent all this money on this beautiful wedding, been calling this woman your rib since you met her. Like, this not a good look. Like, what you doing? nobody told him that. And they could have. And he could just not listen, you know. Right. Like, who knows? At the end of the day, their loyalty is to him and their business. But you definitely want friends that, that would keep you at the level of accountability that God wants you to be at. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's important. Because uh, sometimes we yeah. get these great ideas in our heads. You know, we have plenty of conversations, and we just, you know, it just be conversations, child. Because right. after that, they be like, all right, so now that you got that out your system, yeah, got that out your system, <laughs> like, right. let's move on to reality. Right. It's like, like okay, be. right, <laughs> <laughs> right. And so that's important. Because I think, you know, girl, I would have fell off. Ooh, I know I fell off before, but right, I, I really have fell off a lot more times in life. Girl. If I wouldn't have been able to pick up the phone and call some people, you know, I was just talking about um, the other day we celebrated one of my friend's birthdays um, and just saying how we were sharing like our best memories. And one of my best memories was a time when I called her when I was going through something with somebody and like the way she had cussed me out, like, <laughs> like I was like real sad. 
And, you know, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe that he did this. And I didn't get, oh, girl, like, let me come over. Let's eat some ice cream. I got, Mm -hmm. no, like, why are you there? Blah, blah, blah. Are you so much better than that? Like, I got a whole, like, my butt chewed out. But you need people. Like that. Like that. To show you who you are. To keep you accountable to what you're supposed to be doing. Like, and so that's important. And, And, but all of that is a decision. Right. Building a relationship with God is a decision. Having the right type of friends is a decision because we know right from wrong. Right. Some kind of way, we come out the womb. We can't talk a walk yet. Right. We know right from wrong. <laughs> like these little kids to be around here. And you be like, didn't I say stop? They just be looking sneaky. Right. They know it ain't right. They know it. That's why they do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a test of right, <laughs> and so I just I think it's very unfortunate that he he not only just him but any any person who has to walk through that has to walk through that you know and ha, and had definitely has to walk through it more than one time yeah because that's team too much yeah, it's really too much like at what point at what point is your mistake really a mistake at what point are you really sorry yeah and. We definitely have to take our eyes off the world views because the world makes fun of it. Like even speaking with the Kevin Hart thing, I was listening to another podcast. It's, it ain't nothing ooh, spiritual about it. Um, <laughs> But they kind of, I mean, I'm going to assume they were like making a joke about it. Like I hope they was like joking about it. But like just the way they were talking about it was just like there was no accountability like, there was, like, a certain level of accountability, but it was still, like, making fun of it more. Right, defending it. And I'm like, that's not funny. Like, this is people's lives. Like, right. it's just, I think, to me, like, it's just not funny to me. Yeah, I definitely, the internet out of control. I definitely heard okay. the song, like, it was funny. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> the song was funny. But the while, situation was like, funny. it wasn't funny to me, Randy was laughing. Oh, crying, y'all, because I didn't hear the apology. Like, I, I, all I heard was a song, and I was crying, like... I was laughing so hard because it was so stupid. Like, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. It's just such an interesting thing, and it's such a norm in society now. It's just like the people who follow God and know better, we have to start stepping up more and just holding people more accountable and not accepting that as our norm, you know? Right. I think that's a good place to end. All right, well, we will be right back with our final thought. Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. Hey, guys, it's Brian here with the final thought. Hebrews 13 and 14 says, Let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexual, immoral, and adulterous. As Ken and I discussed today, you should always choose to fly above the radar. Make wise decisions, keep a group of accountability partners, and pray without ceasing. Guys, let's remember to keep 45 in our prayers. Our thoughts, we need to lift them up. And remember, keep God in the details.